I have a plan. That's for if things get really hard. Dance off, bro. Me and you. Oh, I'm sorry. I I didn't know how this machine worked. Here we go. Welcome to the Game Store Guardians, your irregularly regular scheduled MCP podcast. I'm Will, and once again, I'm joined by Ben. Hello. Mike. Staten Island, Mike. Hello. Hello. <laughs> and Jeff. Hey, how's it going? And happy new Core Box Day, because as of this recording, the Core Box has been out today. Yes, sir. I'm primed and assembled. Yep. That's right there. I get mine next week, so. Oh, you have to wait a week? <laughs> What I a have loser. to wait a week. I know. <laughs> what a nerd. You can't for living in Canada. <laughs> no, right, right. Don't mind me. It's cold. It's cold up here, guys. Wow. What, what, what's the deal? Is just no stores around you or just delivery or what? Uh, a little bit of both. I'm also in the running to get a free core box, though. So oh, okay. I, I, I'm, I'm hoping to razzle-dazzle all of you guys by by being able to say, well, my core box was free. I just oh, look at that. Oh. So do you do you and your wife share then all the models? So like if one of you needs Bucky, it's like, all right, I guess one of us doesn't get Bucky for this tournament. How does um, that work? Y- yes, that's exactly how it is. The <laughs> only doubles box that we have is uh, Beta Ray Bill and Ulick. Uh, <laughs> so we have two Ulicks doing nothing. Um, Ulick and, is good though. I like Ulick. Uh, I'll let you live in your delusion. It's fine. Um, <laughs> and. Uh, then we, I bought two Sam and War Machine uh, boxes back. Oh, in the for day. the War Machine. Yes, yes. So that, <laughs> so that I, so that I can have, uh, what was it? Uh, so I can have two War Machines. That one's an Iron Patriot, and then the Sam is just normal Falcon. Okay. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I feel like they had a tactics card in that box that's important too, but I don't remember which one it was. No, field dressing with Vision and Winter Soldier, and that's long gone. Yeah. I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. It, well, it, it, there is a good one in there. I can't remember what it is, though. Jeff, did you get your core box? Uh, no. No, actually. Um, my my core box day was with the changes, actually. I'm, I'm, I'm still on the Defender hype train. I, I don't think... Uh, I'm not... I mean, there's, there's a couple models in there I wouldn't mind trying. Mm-hmm. But with the new list I'm going in, and we're going to get into that, there's not really anyone that's going to fit in there. So uh, I'm, I'm trying to rack up store credit when I win in tournaments until I can get it for free. <laughs> <laughs> are, there, are there any defenders in the core box? No. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, I know you're running some webs too, so maybe Spectacular Spider-Man has an appeal at some point. I was going to say, I'm shocked he's not a defender. He's not a defender. It's, eh, I mean, I was fifty-fifty on it just because of what, like, the description of it when they did like the pan auto play or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I get that that you know they went with like a different version of him being like a shield agent or whatever. Yes, but he's the only Peter Parker not in defenders. This is true. This is true. But um, I think that while there's maybe space for him in a ten for. Uh, web warriors if you're going solo web warriors Mm -hmm. the alias problem and how often I kind of reach for ASM is what kind of kills it for me I have too many options for defenders and web warriors that I I really can't afford to grab a three threat that I might not even be able to play because of a five threat that I'm playing Mm. yeah yeah. I saw some people talking online. I know a lot of people were really excited for Web Warriors and Defenders as a hybrid. 
And uh, I saw DeLuca talking on there about how he didn't particularly care for that hybrid. But I think he's probably looking at it from a web's perspective, whereas you're like, Defenders is the primary thing I want to do, and I want this backup plan. How much have you played the Web Warriors Defenders together, or are you just kind of going all in on one and the other and just seeing where you want to mesh things? Um, I mean, it's it's actually funny because there's there's someone else. Um, he's a he's a pr pretty good player. Um, goes by Insidiously Mad. He's pretty active on the oh yeah the character discords. Even even if he doesn't play those uh, affiliations, so you might have seen them if you are in in on the uh, fan server. But um, he's actually running almost the same list as me, but more tailored for Web Warriors. And we both kind of think that it's a pretty strong list and it, it kind of shores up their their weaknesses because web warriors famously don't like seeing e fighting maps um they have gotten some tools but that for that in the past uh but it just doesn't quite bring them up to some of the teams to like you know deal with some of the more teams that are tailored to that or, or like gunline teams or something like that and defenders might not be the best answer for it but it like you already have so much crossover why not um, and especially with the Daredevil update, like he also fits well into Web Warriors. True. So really, the only difference is we're running different crises because I'm trying to force defenders, and then if D happens, I go Web Warrior, and he's trying to force Web Warrior, and like say if E happens, he goes defenders, and I think it's got legs to be honest with you. Interesting. Also, uh, just a side note, uh, the card that comes in the sandbox is eyes on the prize that you guys were thinking there about. you go oh yeah oh, that's, that's pretty relevant yeah <laughs> well i have two of them i've got two of them. <laughs> nice and, I'm, and i bet you the both of them get used one for uh, you your wife <laughs> that's very true <laughs> it's very true all right well since it's new core box day um what are you guys excited to try put together out of the new core box as far as like list building goes and how much of your core box do you have assembled, Mike, since you're the only one that has it? <laughs> oh, I, I'm assembled and primed. The only thing I have left to do is like a couple of pieces of terrain that I'm not really like that excited about building. But I'm primed and ready to go. So I'm looking in two different directions. Mm. Uh, our tournament is October 21st, and I intend yep. to play Cabal that day. I'm going to do like a Red Skull 3 gun line type thing with Hela... Mm -hmm. Uh, Iron Man, the original Iron Man with his uh, Stark Armory some of the new Bucky stuff and just shoot all of you guys off the table if I can and if I do get stuck on a D-shape I still got the giant cat with me I really, st I've been playing a little bit of Malekith on the side lately, he still feels really good when you can do like 1v2s against 3s and 4s, mm. like he still has trouble, like a lot of trouble with Hulk because Hulk can't be displaced by him I mean Dark Rain is still a really useful card uh, into that matchup but on the D's, B's, etc., he's just destroying those three threats and four threats. I'm still dazing two characters a turn. But the main play here is Red Skull 3 and just shooting things like Guardians or Shield has been doing for a while now. Mm -hmm. So I want to I try some of that out. And then uh, Jeff and I are both in the cuts, so right now I'm trying to like shore up my main Brotherhood list and see if there's anything I want to change with some core box characters. Because I think New Carol or Ultron might be something I'm bringing into Brotherhood against Web Warriors and CGR. So New Ultron can't be pushed, and, I, and he has grunts. I feel like that he has a lot of natural synergies with Magneto. Mm -hmm. I I don't I don't th I think he's more of like a he's doing something I'm already good at, 
Whereas I think Carroll shores up the CGR matchup pretty well. I, I don't know. It might be one of those things where he can just ignore her, but if I'm against Inhumans and you've got Black Bolt and you've got CGR, I mean, they're going to have to hit her eventually, and she's just going to ignore a lot of that energy, and then she's going to be able to displace and do some really good stuff. So I want to try to get maybe some Magneto Juggernaut Carol on the table and then, you know, go from there and play a little bit more Magneto than I've been doing lately. I don't know how good that's going to be in the Guardians, but I, I definitely want to try it. Like, I... I I'm going to be forced to play against a bunch of CGR in the next few months, and I don't want to just punt the matchup. I want to try to see like what, what can I do to make that matchup better. And I think I'm already like solid into it. So if she can put me over the top, like I know Dambois has been talking really highly of her at the shop, but he thinks she's going to be really good in the meta. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I, have you guys looked at New Carol at all and think that maybe she's something worth splashing uh, into the current meta stuff that we have to deal with, like the CGR in human CGR guardians? What do you guys think, or am I crazy and just kind of overhyping where this character's at? So so for me, uh, we've got um, OG Carol in Alyssa's Inhumans. Uh, We, you know, I I, I think, yeah, having an answer to uh, the CGR problem is super relevant, at least in my opinion. you know, you're you're gonna you're gonna play a Guardians player at least at least twice almost every tournament it feels <laughs> like, right? So, um, so being able to have an answer seems <clears throat> really important. Um, but um, I just don't know. I haven't played with New Carol enough to say yet. Yeah, you know, jam her as as many times as you can. Uh, I I'm I don't know. I go back and forth of whether or not I'm sold on her, um, if I'm going to be completely honest. Uh, five threats, a lot. <laughs> it is. Um, yeah. It's a bi- it's a big investment, and I want my team to be shaped around those five threats. Uh, so, it's it's rough to say, at least for me. Um, I want an important note: New Ultron can't be pushed by Mystic attacks. So that's. Uh, yes. I think he no. I think he also has. He, he can't be pushed by superpowers, too. I think he also ignores Web Warriors, too, doesn't he? Uh, I'll tell you right now. I, uh, Keep talking, I got it. Or enemy superpowers, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's enemy superpowers. Okay. Yeah, that came into uh, relevance with me this week because Deadpool camp has that same thing, so CGR could not pull him. <laughs> Love it. <Yeah. laughs> it's not I'm even trying... just CGR. Well, we, have, we have Jeff over here playing some Web Warriors. We've got Dan with Web Warriors at the shop. Uh, mm-hmm. You've been dabbling with them, so like... Web Warriors is everywhere, CGR is everywhere, so I want to just have a little something against both of those, especially last time I played against your Web Warriors, I, I, I may have raged <laughs> a little bit in the shop. That's there may possible. have been a lot of <laughs> allegedly swear allegedly. words. Yeah. yeah. Allegedly, yeah. Quicksilver just didn't die. Ever. Yeah, those, those Miles re-rolls plus the Quicksilver re-rolls, it was super fun. <laughs> I was having a great time. MCP <laughs> is a fun game. Yeah. Think twice if you need help. <laughs> no, he he might as well have had Tourette's. He was blinking a lot too. <laughs> All yeah, right. So it's no, I, but Mike, to your point, I think it's really important that if you're going to think competitively, and and that's kind of I think sometimes the framework that you know us for uh, frame the game, um, you have to have an answer for uh, Inhumans right now and CGR. So so yeah, I, I actually I like. 
OG and New Carol coming out more, I think that's I think they both provide uh, a big answer to some of those challenges. Uh, so yeah, I, I like the idea. I just haven't put New Carol, you know, um, on the table, you know, in terms of even proxying her you know, with the old. Yeah, ones, so. I, I definitely am curious what you think, Will, and what you think, Jeff. I I just feel like if all of us are going to travel, spend money on tournaments and stuff. I like you know you're going to see this character that crying about him on Discord isn't going to be helpful. Sure. It's not going to give me my money back for going to LVO. So I I want to I want to go to these tournaments with some kind of a plan rather than afterwards be like that model was stupid. <laughs> like I had no idea I'd see him at this tournament with 120 players. Yeah. Who could have predicted that? Uh, so, I think um, at its core list building is preparing for the strongest lists while also not losing your overall coverage of the rest of the game i think i think both of us or, or all of us have probably seen instances where you could tech too much mm-hmm. and you 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 yeah. kind of lose out on some of your other matchups that your affiliation might be natural at and you're and you kind of like aren't thinking when you're teching and you might cut a piece that is what makes that your affiliation like strong against another affiliation and then you come up against something that you know maybe you only see 10 percent of the time but you're expected to win just on paper not even you know considering the the level of the player behind the affiliation they you know you just might be able to shut down their game plan pretty naturally and you accidentally teched out of it so i think that that's kind of just like another skill of list building and, and the core of it is you want to tech for the strongest thing that you're expecting to see especially as you get later on in a tournament right if you get to like rounds three or four while you're still undefeated that's where you start going from seeing like oh i might get like a 25 percent chance to see cgr today to like now i'm going to see cgr like 50 50 percent 60 percent of the time because they're also winning right that's where the strong lists are and that's where you need your tech pieces. So you don't want to have not teched for it because of the increased chances of getting there. So uh, that's just kind of like the the balancing act that you have to do when you're list building. Yeah, when you get to the, those sweaty later rounds and you're like, oh my God, I'm so swampy. I can't deal with this. <laughs> like, like I was so, even, yeah, oh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say for that reason, like anyone uh, and, and you know, there's other lists out there that are, you know, strong and like like Sam Vengers is still around. Mm-hmm. They they didn't lose too much or anything like that. But um, the the voodoo changes hurt them, but they're still strong. They're still going to be there. But for the most part, people have played against them and they have their strategies against them. So you know, it's just one of those things where like you don't want to tech too much into CGR, but then lose your pieces against Sam Vengers. Hmm. Yeah, no, that's a good point. It is. It's. I, going back to Carol real quick, I'm super excited for her. I kind of cooled off like literally a half hour ago on her because I was looking at her <laughs> card and I was like, wow, only her binary form has a throw. I was like, she doesn't have yeah, a throw she... just on her normal side. I, I don't know where I heard this, but somebody said like that her normal form is like a four and a half and her binary form is like a five and a half. So, like, she's a little underwhelming as a five in her normal form, but then she goes, you know, crazy yeah. in binary. You know, maybe Magneto helps fuel her. Uh, we'll see. Maybe. I mean, I'm still, I still want to put her on the table. I'm excited she's A-Force affiliated because now I can charge special delivery at some other time. 
But, um, yeah. I, yeah, I definitely want to try her out. But uh, as far as the list building goes, that's something I'm still, like, tweaking and struggling with. Because I've never been the one to put the overpowered pieces in the list. Like, I tried it with Malekith for, like, a month. <laughs> and I was like, ugh. <clears throat> but I, like... I find joy in finding the solutions that are out of the box that people don't expect to deal with the stuff. So that's where, like right now I'm running X-Force, I'm probably going to be running X-Force for the foreseeable future. And my strategy is just big game hunting, just focus fire and get the guy down. Also, Squirrel Girl's now on my list, because as Art says, my dice terrify him. So that's why I have <laughs> inexplicable demise. <laughs> I've come close. I've almost killed two CGRs and a Malekith with it. Almost. One die it's face so, off. It, it's so close and yet so far. Yeah, Just... yeah well, you did tippy-toe my Malekith once. That caused me to... <laughs> I was playing Magneto, Juggernaut, Malekith, and just... Uh, once he, once you tippy-toe one out of the three characters I have, it, it was it was not nearly as fun for me as it was at the beginning of that game. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That was my Hellforce list. Which now Hella can actually go in the Hella, for Hella Force list, which is kind of cool. I'm excited for Hella to actually get her on the table. Yeah. Well, well, the the problem, Mike, there's a recurring theme here, <clears throat> is that you keep playing with Malekith. Stop it. <laughs> I've only played the character like eight times in the year <laughs> that I've owned this character. Mm -hmm. It just has been against Will multiple times. Yeah, and every time, like I've dealt with him <laughs> for the most part. I've That's almost so played him as many times post his second nerf as I've played him before his second nerf, to be fair. That's right. I I didn't I didn't my Malekith didn't come out of his box until he got nerfed. The only reason I played mine is because I painted him and I thought he looked cool. That's fair. <laughs> I played him for a solid month, and then I'm like, eh, I don't want to play him anymore. So, uh, Jeff, how how do you how do you feel in this? You know, I mean, that, this new core stuff, the new core box, all of the, you know, the meta changes, you know, all, all of those things. How do you feel as a Defenders Web Warriors player? Do you, do you feel like you have enough pieces recognizing that, you know, obviously you don't have a lot of tactic cards choices. Is that free? Is that freeing or is that restricting? I'm just, you know, just, just saying, we're just, you know, moving the discussion along. You know, how, do, how does that make you feel? You know, um, if I did have tactics cards, like a bunch of them, then I wouldn't be able to dedicate as many as I do to Wolverine. So, sure, that's a bonus. You know, Defenders, uh, you only have two less tactics cards than Brotherhood. I'm just saying. Yeah, sure, if we're counting uh, them. Yeah, and we're just saying. I can't portal my character five, range five. No, well, you can portal your character well, range well, list yeah. with Astro M. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, sure, yeah, you're right, you're right, yeah. Um, and and that portal shuts down right away so that your opponent can't use it against you. But no, no, you're right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm a big fan, fan um, of Pentagram. Man, personally. I taste salt. There is so much salt Ooh. happening. Oh, um, man, just... No, but I I am excited about the core box coming because even if I'm not uh, actively planning on using some of these, and and like I said, to be fair, if I was solo defenders, then uh, you know I I might think about um, you know some somewhere uh, or some of these characters. Like I think Black Widow might have some legs under defenders. Like she she could be pretty good with some rerolls, and she can kind of get in there with her long move and and martial artist and and do a lot of the things that I would want her to do. In defenders, 
but with the um, with the dual roster that I'm running right now, they just don't fit. Can I ask and I'm excited you? because they're they're it's all problem solving. Like yeah. This this box came with five leaderships, right? Like that's huge, and not to mention all the different splash pieces that might go somewhere else. Like, like I think it's what thir- thirteen models at the yeah. end of the day. Yeah. Like, yep. I mean, yeah. I'm just excited just to have more problems to solve. Uh, sorry, Mike. What was your question? Uh, I was just gonna ask, how often do you play Wong? Because I pl- I played like two games with defenders just messing with him, and uh, I was wondering how often does he see the table for you? Uh, quite a bit. I actually probably should try and get him in more. I've just been uh, so kind of like hooked on ASM and how tanky he can be for like a a center line grab. It, it is like quite a bit of cost, especially when you're almost always running Daredevil and Wolverine. But man, does Wong get things moving? Um, you know, with with Wolverine enabling him to char- charge turn one after you pass him yeah. power. Um, he's also like a pseudo pass that you can use, which I used probably more in com- in convocation than Daredevil than like the Daredevil defenders lists. But he's just like he's just good for that. Where it's like I don't want to go first, you go first. And, but you, you know what I mean? Like yeah, when you have Pryo, like maybe you only need to go one like you know for that first turn to like maybe day's a key model or something like that but after that it's like no i want to force you to have to come into me first and then i can hit you so i don't have to spend activations moving and the perfect person to do that is Wong. yeah because especially mid game he can almost always heal you you know grab a special condition off of you and if he can't do that then like he can still gain power and you know sitting on a point like that's still good he's just like a good pseudo pass but being able to pass power around and now that I'm running the dual list um, with with Web Warriors, <clears throat> excuse me, they use the advanced R and D card. So now I have that as my option as well for for uh, defenders, and he's good. Like once you make sure you're gonna go like parity on on extracts or whatever, you, and you could take your time with the rest of the the activation, even round one. Like you just double double gain power, stand still, and and toss three power around. Or two power, if you need to, you can spend two power to pass to one, and then advance R and D just to advance R and D that one power to them again, to to get you know make someone have three power instead of two. Yeah. So the, the reason I ask is something that, and this is will for you as well. You're an X Force guy. I assume you're running some E shapes as your secures. Um. No. Maybe, is there like a no? No demons, no gamma. No. Ooh, interesting. Okay, and I I know the king of slaps, Reverend. Right slaps over there has <laughs> his right slaps. Oh, hey. I like that. Uh, oh, <laughs> and I know Jeff, you're running E shapes. I've always preferred like meteors and stuff because it's always I, I've always felt weird like a gamma fifteen going three wide or something like that is when to hold your back point and when to kind of push forward. So Ben and I last week played a game on TTS where he he ran the Slav squad uh, into <laughs> me and I was playing defenders and uh, I was like, oh Ben, I don't. I don't like know who to leave them at back point, so I'm just gonna move my whole team to your back point. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I, it, it worked in our game because I was playing against uh, uh, Winter Guard, so it it wasn't too bad. Don't sleep on bear, Winter Guard, man. That, that bear, that bear slaps. He does. Literally, he literally slaps. Yeah. Um. So I was wondering for you guys that run some E shapes is like how often are you holding your back point versus kind of pushing forward? Because um, I, I feel like I still don't understand when the right time to leave someone back versus push forward and like occupy the middle. Like, how important is it to have someone cover your back point on a gamma, on a demons, or something like that versus 
pushing forward and taking that center point? For me, it's matchup dependent, especially like I had look if they don't. Well, I guess it's matchup against the squad, not really the roster. But um, if they don't have a long mover to like threaten my back point all the time, then I'm always looking to you know maybe put two models on their back point so they have to come back to their back point, mm-hmm. and then and then I just occupy the middle, and then all of a sudden Wong is my back point sitter, but just in the middle. In in that case, if we're talking about him, or, or if I'm not running Wong, then you know I just maybe have like two or three models on mid, two or, two or three models on their back point, and then they can't really afford to go for my back point. You just want to make sure that as the game gets closer to the end and both teams are approaching that magic 16 number, that they don't have that play where it's just like, I'm just going to double move with my long mover and score these two points, and maybe they're holding an extract, and that's three points right there. Mm-hmm. So if they don't have a long mover, uh, then I'm looking to push my advantage all day. Whenever I do play E shapes, I always do have problems. I'm pulling my guy off the back point because I'm like, somebody needs to be here, and then they wind up dying. And I'm like, well, it's too late now. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like I remember watching. Like, I think I literally pulled up Ben versus Jeff or Ben versus somebody from ACO last year uh, when Ben was. Uh, I dubbed him the Pork World Predator. I think that was this year. Yeah. that was this year. Oh, that was just, oh, oh wow, yeah. wow. The time time is weird. Time flies. Yeah. Time yeah. Flies. <laughs> When you're slapping um, pork rolls, yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I wasn't there, so that's, that's, that's to be fair. That's what it was. That, that's yeah, what it was. that's what it was. Um, yeah, I'm 1-0 and against Ben Lifetime. I mean, it doesn't matter that he didn't play Brotherhood. He played Asgard, but it's neither here nor there. That's right. Uh, <laughs> we ignore that. We ignore that part. We'll ignore that. Um, but I remember watching your game, Ben, and I feel like I remember, like, taking, like, literally taking notes, like, watching how you moved. I think you had Voodoo on, like, your back point on, like, Demons, you pushed up with like Apex, Juggernaut, Magneto, and then you waited to a certain point in the game, and and I think you moved Voodoo up, had no one in the back point, got the extract lead, and then moved back. And I remember kind of taking note of that, saying, "Oh, okay, like it's not you don't need to leave somebody here the whole game. You look for your opportunity, you strike to get this extract lead, and then you bunkered up." And I just found that so interesting. Uh, and then in the last week, you know, kind of playing some E shapes either because I wanted to or didn't want to, I started thinking again about like the right times to leave someone back there versus not. And I figured Jeff had some interesting insights on that. I know Will has played Demons with Modoc 2, etc. A, a bit. So yeah. just wanted to get your guys' insight on that. Yeah, it's, it, it's for me, it's, you know, I, I play super aggressive middle, um, you know, trying to, uh, like you said, like you saw, trying to find that sweet spot of when do I go in now right when when is an appropriate time to to go in and make a move toward uh you know pushing obviously research uh kind of changes the answer to that question a little bit um for a couple of reasons but uh there there's there's some interesting plays that you have um when you go into you know double e's um i know the community generally tends to disagree with me where they they all kind of like moan and groan of like oh you know gamma research is like bad for the game um and i'll sit over here as the king of slaps disagreeing with them um <laughs> until my face turns blue uh, because I, I i i couldn't disagree more um I, I think you know it's all about when do you pull the trigger with those teams hmm. 
and with those certain squats, right? Um, and I think that in particular is very difficult of when do you do that? Um, so, I, so I don't know. I, I, I think people kind of get bent out of shape pretty quickly <laughs> um, about, you know, how do they deal with, you know, X, Y, Z, you know. Um, but, yeah, I think there's a lot more tactics involved of how do you deal with double E's than, you, than any other thing. So mm-hmm. um, I don't know. Uh, I guess it doesn't necessarily need to be double E's, just even like a gamma hammers or a gamma spider infector or something like that. Um, I noticed you in that game having voodoo go up, steal, and then create the bunker. So, like, Will, you're playing attrition right now with X-Force. Um, are you running a steal, or, and Ben, are you running a steal in your attrition-focused brotherhood lists to do a similar effect? Um, I am not running a steal. I did consider putting Spider-Woman in to get a drop, but my theory with my list is I don't need to steal if I make you drop your extra because you're dead. So that is, um, I'm really leaning into the aggression with this. Researcher, I'm okay with because Colossus can't be pushed, Deadpool can't be pushed, Cable buffs are shield, so like I'm okay there. But as far as getting extracts, I'm, I'm more focused on, okay, let me try to grab as many at the beginning and just back up. Because I was able to do that on Tuesday versus one of my opponents, that I just held the lead as like as long as I could because I was able. Somehow I got all three extracts on in round one. I I'm not sure how. Mm-hmm. But um, the hell were we playing? I don't even remember which game it was. But um, <laughs> I'm trying to remember what extracts we were playing on that because we played my meteors. I don't remember what he had for extracts. But uh, oh, the uh, alien core. That's what we had. So uh, okay. I had all three cores and I had. Two out of the three meteors. <laughs> so yeah. I try to get the early lead and keep the lead. Yeah, I play uh, all parity on my extracts. So I got uh, senators for obvious reasons as a Brotherhood player. I like I play scrolls, which I think are great for Brotherhood. And then I, fly, I switch back and forth between paranoia and research station, mm-hmm. which could not be more different from each other. <laughs> I just like fear going down three two. <laughs> I, just, I just like my 2-2 parity like you can't hide from me I can't hide from you like let's position each other and figure this dance out here so I'm, I'm wondering like how important steals are right now I don't know I know Jeff like Jeff just got into the cuts um, partially because he had like such a great setup with his steals that you set up such an amazing situation for yourself so I was wondering what you guys thought about the necessity of steals and we'll, we'll answer to that uh, I don't know where I land just yet um, yeah, I think I think the answer to that almost is like invariably tied to how popular mission objective is in the current meta. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of ways to make your opponent drop, whether it's like um, you know superpower, a Texas card, uh, um, uh, rules of a, of an attack, or, or in Will's case, just murder. But um, mission objective gets all of those, mm-hmm. and you're very rarely in a position where you can do it twice. So, yeah, you could maybe make one person drop their objective, but then if they're just trading a tactics card for it or just throwing mission objective out there, you're not going to be able to, you know, you've already spent at least half of your activation. You're not going to be able to reliably get it from whoever just got mission objective two. Sure. Steals get around that. So the more popular mission objective becomes, the more popular steals. And while they did get um, nerfed uh, Black Cat, like that's going to be more relevant. 
Yeah, my game on Tuesday, I my opponent had a stealer, so I just made sure to get rid of him first. Poor Quicksilver, R.I.P. But, um... <laughs> I found that as far as... I haven't seen a lot of mission objective. <clears throat> like, oh, surprisingly. I, I, <laughs> I usually run it. I'm not running it in this list, but I usually do run it. But yeah, I haven't seen a lot of it. That's everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, uh, I think, Jeff, you really hit it on the head. Um, to answer your question, Mike, I only run uh, one steel, and that's pyrotechnics. Um, and in my competitive brotherhood list, um, and uh, I'm honestly thinking about giving that the axe here in a second. Uh, I just not, did myself. Yeah. Um, I. I loathe pyrotechnics uh, with a dirty, dirty passion. Um, just because every time I need a while to make something happen and to, to just have like the grossest pyrotechnics turn go off, it never happens. Seven dice, you know, uh, fire blast on somebody, never roll a wild. But like, yep, all right, cool, whatever, <laughs> stupid card. Hate this game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I I go back and forth. Um, you know, I guess part of it is is my own mentality of I feel like if I can control where your pieces are, I'm not all that worried about steals. I think what the the change to Black Cat was so good mm -hmm. uh, in term because I I honestly think and Jeff, please don't hurt me or or <laughs> or anybody else. Just, I I think that steals are bad for the game. <laughs> um, um, I agree. Mainly, mainly because it fed into the the world of steel walk walk. Yeah. Um, and that's not fun. At least for me, as as the person you know across it, going. Cool. I so a game where we have this kind of social contract that we go back and forth doing something. Um, I don't get to participate in that. That doesn't seem great to me. Um, so I. I personally, you know, um, wrestled with, with that. Um, but I can also understand that having, you know, the entire field, you know, thrown at you is also probably not the most fun experience in the world, but at least you get to roll some dice. So, True. um, so that, but to say that, you know, where, where I like what they did with black cat, you know, is it allows it, you know, because it's an action still range one, I can hopefully respond to her steal, right? Yeah. Um, and I think that's important in this game of if you give your opponent an opportunity to respond, that's where, you know, some of the stronger players, some of the stronger meta, you know, is the, un, you know, interactable, you, you have no say in this. I think that sometimes leads into that negative play experience. But being able to come out and say, you know, bam, this is, this is what I'm doing. Um, it's a pretty strong, um, you know, feeling that if, if you just don't get to do anything about it, whereas now with black cat, you can actually go, all right, well, she's, it's an action to steal. She might have a power to hop and she gets one long move. Maybe I can with a Ultron bow, get her into range so I can double tap her, throw something at her, mm -hmm. you know, things, things like that. Right. So it makes it at least for me, interactable again mm -hmm. um i don't mind venom blast i don't mind um uh spider woman's spender i yeah i think i think those are are wholesome 
um, <laughs> are, are um, wholesome. You know, wholes- wholesome steals if there if there is such a thing. Um, but uh, so I, I I'm not too worried about steals anymore in the game. Yes, they they're still prevalent and can cause some interesting game state challenges. Um, but I, I I try not to worry whereas before i knew if i got matched up against web warriors like oh i guess i just lose that's cool Mm. (laughs) i I think it's more that they're not as abusable as they were a couple weeks ago Mm -hmm. yeah i'm with will on that like i i think steals are good for the game as long as they're few but um you know they they get around mission objective i think actionless steals are bad yes that's that that i will agree with but i do think steals as long as they cost an action are fine because that's still half of your activation right um and I, I say half but obviously there's superpowers that fit in their way there as well and um and, and i think that's okay so i think black cat's fine and, and i was actually joking with um insidiously mad because uh you know i think he recently cut out black cat from from his roster he was thinking about it and he's like yeah she's not the same anymore man and i was just like well i didn't play her when she was busted so i don't have that <laughs> Uh, you know, I don't have I don't have those those glasses on right now. I'm like, this is great. I get a steal. It really helped me out. You know, so I, I'm 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 loving it. Funny that you say that because I was making an Avengers list today for a new Steve, and I actually have Voodoo in my list, and I've never put Voodoo on the table because I just thought he was so broken. <laughs> That's exactly and, why yeah. I put him on the table. <laughs> but but I I will say I do um, just as a player have to disagree with you on your social contract, Ben. I'm especially when I'm playing Web Warriors. If I have the chance to play Solitaire, I'm playing Solitaire. I don't care if you don't play the game. I my Web Warriors is the same one. Well, you know, so here's here's this is and this is what's so special is I could still love you even after you say such things. That's, that's what's so special. No, it's it it is really interesting and you know something as you know I've, I uh, have, was just on another podcast recently talking about you know sportsmanship and you know what does that mean to game states and you know and player community and, and all of that and being able to you know talk about what does it actually look like and mean um for your opponent across the table i think you know if we're we're at you know a tournament we're at everwinter L, you know lvo things like that yeah play solitaire you know and and mm-hmm. it's and it's a a problem for me as your opponent to worry about right um but if we're, you know, for me, when I was at, you know, the local store and I see someone who has that level of ability that can recognize that versus someone who just like, I just want to roll dice, even if it's with web warriors, you know, like if you're rolling dice with web warriors, I feel like you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's, and it's, and it's weird. It's, it's weird because, you know, the, the Magneto and Asgardian, you know, in me just like, I just need to hit something as hard as I can. Um, so it's it's really interesting um but i can i can concede to that i I think the environment really um really matters i will say and to kind of swing it back to will your one of your original questions of with this new core release you know what are you playing what are you doing um and alongside the core release we saw um an additional uh bonus to winter guard you know winter guard got some um affiliation uh shenanigans and yep. uh so i've been jamming them like i did when they were uh when they were first spoiled at, at release i'll tell you I'll, every time i i feel like such an old like boomer uh as i've been i've been saying this recently i've been telling this story where uh when winter guard were originally announced 
I shared with, uh, with, with others the excitement of just Slavic unity around the world. <laughs> uh, and so I played, uh, I, was, I was so ready to just jam them. And so I wanted to, to uh, I got them on Rush and bought them and did all of this other crazy nonsense stuff. Had my poor wife paint them up like within a day. It was nuts. Like, go, 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 go. And I jammed 34 Winter Guard games in two weeks in preparation for uh, for uh, NashCon. I won four of those games. And I was so frustrated and angry. And I mean, just... Uh, I was not having a good time, mm-hmm. and so I I've, have really put them down because uh, I, I have just really been convinced that they were unplayable, and I'll tell you, I don't know how much farther that, that is you know untrue. However, I do think that the new core box, um, adding uh, new Bucky as a winner, winner guard yep. in affiliation... Uh, core Black Widow, not to be confused with the new core box Black Widow. OG Widow, uh, yeah. But, but OG Widow, uh, having an in-affiliation two-threat uh, is the best thing, right? Right, Jeff? Isn't that just like a gift? Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and Omega Red should have been there from the beginning. Uh, look, hey, don't you don't have to tell me twice. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's 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 one of those things. I'm really excited. I've been I've been jamming uh, a lot of Winter Guard. Uh, recently, uh, actually, every game that I've played uh, since that announcement has has been Winter Guard. Uh, so nice. it's really it's exciting. We've got an affiliation tournament in Syracuse on the 21st. Um, so I can't wait to like cry to all these cool <laughs> other shenanigans. But I'm like, but I'm a Slav, <laughs> and I got seven characters. So you know, woo! <laughs> See, we did an affiliation battle uh, a couple weeks ago. It was super fun. Everybody had a good time. Everybody was like laughing and enjoying themselves. But what we did was it was the rogue agents and the original core box characters, just so you could have a full roster of ten. Mm. That's fair. how many winter guards did you get? Uh, uh, nobody, because it was before Cow. the changes. I think. Oh, I was about to say cowards. <laughs> no, it was before the Cow- changes. I think. All right, that's fair. I'll give you that. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you that. But yeah, that's when I'm really excited. And, and I'll be honest. I'll say it here first. Um, I actually think that Winnegard have such gas right now that they may be my ever winner LVO team. Ooh. So I think I'm, I think I'm cooking up something. Um, is it better than my my Brotherhood team? Probably not. But I but I I, I feel really interested. Uh, the the list building, the just spending time, you know, on the table, you know, ifs and whats and um, and yeah, I'm running ease all day. And that, and you already have 16 LVO invites anyway, so, like, have fun. Well, just, yeah, this, uh, <laughs> the, one, the one next week is, is also, uh, you know, another one. So oh, is it? I just, I just want more! Just give me more! <laughs> mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, all right, so speaking of Everwinter, LVO, new core box, the balance changes, all this stuff. Um, I, personally, am not going to LVO this year. I planned on it, but my, my friend's having a baby, so we're going to be going out to Texas around the same time. Plus, like in December, I'm going. I'm running packs unplugged, and I'm going to Everwinter back-to-back weekends. So, like, my travels are going to be booked. But I know three of us are going to Everwinter, and three of us are going to LVO. <laughs> so, 
Um, let's talk about Everwinter first. So, Jeff, what are you planning on bringing to Everwinter as of right now? Uh, Whip Warriors Defenders. Okay. Um, with uh, like like I've said, just because it come up, it came up naturally in conversation, but just um, a list that can do both. I'm planning on, you know, Plan A is Defenders. Uh, you know, that's what my uh, missions are trying to shape. But if I get like a D or something I'm not comfortable on, where um, you know, then I might go Web Warriors. Uh, if there's something like I'm going up against a really fast scenario type team that I'm not sure if I have the tools to chase down, while I think defenders can probably do that pretty well, uh, you know, I, I can go that way, right? If, I, if I'm seeing cubes or spider infected and, you know, a low threat, then maybe I want to go five wide. And, and Web Warriors will let me do that more than defenders will. Mm. Sure. But the goal, the goal is, to go, is to go defenders as often as possible. Any uh, uh, any sneaky splashes in the defenders list? Um, I don't think anything that you wouldn't expect. Uh, Daredevil, Wolverine, is kind of my core there. Um, you know, with obviously Luke Cage and, and Wong, or mm-hmm. you know, make up the defenders core. There's a couple more in there. Um, Moon Knight used to be Hawkeye, which I think has some some good legs under defenders. Even though he gets no synergy from the leadership, he's just the one of those like backpoint sitters that yeah. can also contribute to the fight in the middle. Um, so I am missing him a little bit, but like Amazing Spider-Man is another good defenders piece. And then the rest is like your typical um, Web Warrior stuff that you see, uh, and another affiliated four and Spider Woman. Uh, you got your Ghost Spider Miles in there. Uh, I'm looking for a way to try and get Black Cat in there. And, and my one piece that's kind of on the chopping block, but I'm not sure about, is actually Hulk. Really? Uh, Hulk, yeah, Hulk is good in Defenders, uh, good in, in Web Warriors as well. But I I kind of want to find a way to fit, fit Dynamo in. Mm. And that, that might be there just because um, Dynamo works really great on the ease if I'm going Defenders. And also, you know, helps out Web Warriors stay alive sometimes too so we'll, we'll see okay we'll see but for right now hulk's hulk's got his spot and i think he's more than earned it over the years <laughs> nice um and ben you said you're going to be probably bringing winter guard maybe to everwinter so it's you know the the list right now is uh winter guard for those uh those d's and c's um but it's also hellfire uh okay. just because hey you you pull you, you know, I roll up to Everwinter and get and get Jeff round one, uh, and just cry myself, you know, <laughs> to tears uh, as he, as we get Web Warriors, you know, some D shenanigans like, well, uh, if you if I was stuck on Winter Guard, then it would be it'd be rough. So oh, you know who you're getting round one. <laughs> uh, I, I I also today was also call out Ben Day. Everybody, uh, there's a really cool uh, Brian Watson, the the host of. Of Everwinter is allowing uh, for call outs on round one at Everwinter. Uh, and so everyone and their mother just decided to to call me out, which was uh, great and scary. You know, you go 5-0 and oh on day one last year, and apparently everyone's, you know, coming coming for your head. Uh, and so, but I've, I've accepted uh, Nate GG 
uh, as my round one opponent. So that should be that should be fun. But uh, he generally plays, you know, Avengers, and so he there might be some wide shenanigans mm-hmm. uh, that will go there. Um, but I'll I'll tell you that there's a there's not a uh, a non-zero chance that I just go back to you know what I know and love, which is Brotherhood. Uh, and actually, my Brotherhood list right now can flex to Cyclops X-Men, uh, which I think uh, not enough people are are looking at as viable options. Uh, so I'm really I'm really stoked to also surprise some people with uh, and blam X-Men. So. Uh, uh, you can color me surprised right now because I can't I can't wrap my brain around the Cyclops Magneto split there. Oh, dude, it is uh, Mystique's in there too because you have to. But uh, uh, but it is it, there. There's some really fun shenanigans that you can do um, by by even just showing up and going, "Hey, look, I can we get a push to flip? I can go Mystique, um, or I can I can go X Men Blue." Yeah. Uh, three leaders. Interesting. I've got, I've got, I got three leaders, and it really helps when, you know, half the X Men are our brotherhood <laughs> affiliated too. So, mm-hmm. uh, it feels good. And so help me, I'm gonna say it right now, if Nightcrawler is brotherhood, we win. We oh my god, win. I will, I will wet my pants. I don't we think just, he's gonna be brotherhood. Everybody you shut your mouth, should, Will. He was, he was an acolyte, so don't say it's not possible. Hey, okay? he could be an X Force too. He was an uncanny X Force. If Emma so, Frost is Brotherhood, then anybody can be. Right. Her <laughs> only Brotherhood affiliation in in the world the, the of Marvel game. was the video game. It was the video yeah. game. So I can live my my Nightcrawler dream. Thank you very much. And rant. <laughs> Convocation can't have Scarlet Witch. You don't get Nightcrawler. That's true. <laughs> get out of here, Convocation. I, I will trade you. So you can have Scarlet Witch if I, I get Nightcrawler. <laughs> I, actually, you know what? I'm, I'll second that. Mike Mike and I will approve as all Brotherhood. Uh, players well of you can you can have Scarlet Witch. You can nice. take her. Well, as of right now, I'm planning on X Force because now X Force is the team I wanted when I first started playing this game. Um, mm. So I'm running all, <clears throat> pretty much almost all full affiliated. Sabretooth is not in the list. I cut him for New Widow or New Tasha, as I love lovingly call her. She's so, she's so good. Um, but I have one spot in my roster that I keep rotating characters trying to find that right character um it was Sabretooth for a while and then i had it as agent venom for a while right now squirrel girl is sitting in that spot because i love her so much and i want to inexplicably demise somebody so much and i come so close <laughs> I, just, I, just, I just need it that's just it's that it's that itch that you gotta scratch yeah like I, it's always there like i have so in the list that i have squirrel girl I have so carefully almost considered putting Heimdall in there just to help her rolls. So I could (laughs) (laughs) like just have them be best friends around the board. Um, But even still, she has re-rolls that sync well with the X-Force re-roll. The tippy-toe token is super strong. She's a very good, surprisingly aggressive character with a very cheap spender that has displacement. So she's not a bad fit. So I'm trying her out this week. Um, now the the true question is: Yes, you better have Colossus in there, right? Oh, of course. The okay. only non X Force, or the only X Force character that didn't make the cut is Sabretooth. Everybody else is X Force. It's Cable, Colossus, Psylocke, Wolverine, Deadpool, Domino, Twenty Three, Badger, and then Widow and Squirrel Girl. Nice. So, I like that Widow call out. Did you do you have vertical assistance there? I did. Card? I did. I took it out because I actually never used it. 
Yeah, I could see it being unnecessary. Your your team has a few different ways of moving around. Yeah, that's why I have senators in this list too. <laughs> Good. Yeah, sen- I, I hope you draw it against me. <clears throat> Listen, I have senators right. in this list. Um, <laughs> going back to what you were talking about with the secures when you were surprised I wasn't running E shapes. Um, I'm actually running deadly meteors, intrusions, and uh, scoundrels. Interesting. Yes. The, sc- the scoundrels one surprises me. They're what is act- the? They're good on scoundrels because the exorc reroll at least once a turn will let me avoid cover from the from the opponent. Cable can body slide to if he bo- if he cat masses to the middle he can body slide in either direction and hit any of the scoundrels. Basically, yeah. Um, the, my guys are pretty tanky. Deadpool likes to just harass a scoundrel and make people lose power. Um, I don't have a problem with Colossus just like being in the middle as long as Cable is near him to boost his shields. So, all right. It, Can I make one suggestion <clears throat> or one thing for you to try then, if you're gonna run scoundrels? Sure. That last slot you were looking for, try uh, what's your name, uh, uh, Ghost Spider. Like I, I hear like a lot of people are happy with her in X Force at the moment. I know Art was trying her out, and then she's a scoundrel's beast. I do too, but whenever I put Ghost Spider on a table, unless it's in Web Warriors, she just dies. Because scoundrels has cover. I know, but and cable dice, and you're murdering the things that would murder her first. <laughs> That's true. Well, let me try Squirrel Girl this week, and if she doesn't pan out, I might try Ghost Spider. Are you gonna bring X Force to our uh, tournament next week? I'm probably going to run X-Force for as long as I run Weapon X, if not longer. Oh, but you'll be more successful because X-Force is actually good. Hey, I was doing pretty... <laughs> I was doing good to Weapon X until all you guys just figured out my game plan all the time. <laughs> Move forward and stab. Was it, yeah, I was about to say, was it stab? It was, oh, no. Once the once my little cute thing of, oh, Lockjaw's going to port Logan up, and then this guy's going to move, and then Logan's going to be in your backfield already. And, yeah, once that kind of ran its course, I'm like, all right. <laughs> I try. Oh, I see. I, I see this lockjaw. I wonder what he's gonna do. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I snuck. I sneakily got a couple people with that, at least for the first like month. I do recall you and I playing early on in your Weapon X life. You brought that out, and you also had a Punisher. And I was like, "This is really cool." I didn't say this is really good. I said this is really cool, though. <laughs> and it, it it definitely threw me off the first time mm. that you did it to me. I, I I wasn't ready for it, but it was it was pretty cool. But no, I'm I'm happy with my X Force right now. So for the foreseeable future, that is always going to be my team one in my bag. Um, team two has been in my bag for a couple weeks. I haven't had a chance to break it out because I've been having too much fun playing X Force. I've been having Winter Guard in there, which is everybody who's vaguely Russian. And then I I am working on an Avengers list though, so I, I kind of want to play with New Steve. Uh, yeah, with with Immortal Hulk. No, I don't. I actually do not have. I actually do not have Hulk in that list. I have Thor. That's also cool, though. Yeah, um, and Doctor Voodoo, like I said, because I'm like, yeah, I'll put him in here, see how he works. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that is what I'm probably bringing to Everwinter. I'm not going to be at the team event. I'm just going to be doing the um, the Saturday tournament. So because I got to work. But yeah, so. What? And Mike, you're not going to Everwinter. You're going to LVO, though. Yeah, I'm like 10% chance I go to Everwinter, but unlikely. But I've been on a grind the last, like, six weeks just playing so many TTS games and, like, really focusing in on what I want to play for LVO. Like, I 
I am not qualified. I got second in our qualifier and then proceeded to choke at the <laughs> next two that I went to pretty, pretty horrifically. Um, and, like, I really want to get, like, top four in that LCQ. Uh, but I'm also trying to make sure I have the right mindset going in. I've, I've been feeling really good lately in my losses where I'm not getting frustrated with myself. Mm-hmm. Where I'm saying, like, okay, I'm taking something away from this game. Uh, I feel really good about the losses. They've always been, they've been tight lately. Uh, I'm debating between sticking with Brotherhood. I think there's some things out there I've been dabbling with that might be, like, really good and, well, like, really down. highly competitive. Go lay down that might give me a better chance to hit the goals I want. But at the same time, I bought into this game to play Brotherhood characters. Uh, I'm like pretty active on the Brotherhood Discord and like evangelizing them. <laughs> They're a little bit of a dark horse right now, so I, I kind of like really enjoy that aspect. I believe I'm the only Brotherhood player in the cuts this season for TTS. I could be mistaken on that. Uh, so I kind of like evangelizing this this pretty solid affiliation that not a lot of other people are playing at the moment uh so i'm like debating which route to go there so I'm primarily primarily brotherhood uh i know ben knows this i don't know if i've told you guys this but I've, I've been running like a little website with some articles on brotherhood to help other people kind of get started i just released a an article on my thoughts on all the extracts in the game and how they fare for a mystique list a magneto list or a list where you intend on running both leaders so like I kind of like being this this flag bearer uh, of the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants or Righteous Mutants. We Hopefully... dropped. Hey, hey, we yeah. dropped that. That's bad PR. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hopefully but Ben joins us there. Is there Back like here. subliminal messaging in these articles that like you know? There is. Mutants, mutants were right. They're just I better. Mean, ben, you'll be appreciate human? the. I did get a jersey. Our our pork roll squad ordered some jerseys this week, and uh, I did get one that said Magneto was right on it. My man, see. Yes, like, sir. It, we're, 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 I've paved the way. I've paved the way. I'm proud. I'm proud of it. There we go. Yeah, I feel pretty good about where we sit right now in the meta. Where I feel like I'm not. My team doesn't just win matchups against most things, but I don't feel like I lose anything immediately when I sit down at the table. Yeah. I feel like I, if I play really well, and I outplay my opponent, I can win. Which you know, not every affiliation can say that. There's definitely times you sit down. And you get like a crisis combo where as I feel like I'm at a point with list building and experience where you, you pull, pull whatever two crisis you want and I'll figure it out. Um, you know, I'm going to lose to better players and I think I'm going to beat weaker players more often than not. And I think I have game into everything. So I'll probably end up just sticking with Brotherhood just to be that flag bearer. Like I like being that guy playing those same people all the time. It's a, it's a strong place to be, to be honest with you. Like it feels really really bad when you you know sit down and, and you have an affiliation that's just like man i don't know how i, how I get through this you know so mm-hmm. just even having a list that where you sit down you're just like i'm at i'm at worst slightly slightly unfavored you know what i mean is it's just a very good yeah uh bearing on your mental there's nothing where it's and and i'm not saying that like there are lists out there that it's just like why even play the game because dice all always dice but mm-hmm. It it just it, it is a little deflating when you're just like oh you just look who you got paired up against and it's not even the player it's the list and it's just like I just don't I just don't have game into this list you know I'm gonna have to like either outwork my opponent that hard or I'm gonna have to rely on spikes which is something you never want to do they, when they come you just take them but um, I don't know what you're talking about you know, I live on the spiky <laughs> edge <laughs> but yeah being uh, being able to sit down at the table and not have to 
you know, feel like you're already starting uphill is good. Yeah, I think the three best things right now are Avengers, uh, Guardians slash Inhuman CGR, and Web Warriors. And I say the best things in, in terms of prevalence as well. Maybe those are the actual best things. I, I'm not sure. Prob probably. But uh, Colossus and Juggernaut have great game into all of those things. Mm -hmm. Like they, they both <laughs> are good against the CGR pulls. They tank hits. Refraction's great into a lot of that. Uh, if you talk to the Web Warriors players, like specifically I've talked to Insidious Lamed a, a bunch, and he's like, I really hate playing Brotherhood. So that's, I mean, if he hates playing Brotherhood, like that's a great place to be in. And then uh, Avengers, like I don't think I lose to anything the Avengers are doing. Like Sam can be a little rough, but also like Mystique, that's my girl right there. We have some pretty great play into what they're doing. The Mystique token drop is super underrated. Like that is such a valuable thing uh, that took me a while to really get good at. But being able to drop a token, rotate, and like essentially leverage an extra body uh, is really, really useful. So I, I just feel like I have a good game into a lot of things right now. And then if I just play well and make smart decisions, uh, I think I can come out on top of a lot of matchups. You know how many times I've had to explain to newer Brotherhood players, though, that you cannot Mystique token on push to flips. So let this let this be another just overarching reach of if you're a Mystique player, first of all, you're wrong. Number two, don't put your token <laughs> down on push to flips. Uh, yeah, the other thing being uh, you can't remove your own Mystique token, so be careful, too. Right, that's yeah. true. You, you control yourself, yeah. I will say over this game has really brought out like a very competitive side of me and with all the tournaments <laughs> that I with all the tournaments that I've been in like I feel like I've taken something away from each tournament um like I've I've learned a lot in the last year even Nashcon like I started my day at Nashcon 0 and 2 and finished 3 and 2 so yeah. it was just a matter of like I'm absorbing a lot and now that I feel like I'm clicking with X-Force like it's all coming together <laughs> it's, it's feeling good right now. That's always a good feeling. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's nice. I, I thought you were about to say, you know, that this game has made you a dark, dark human <laughs> being. But no, uh, no. I, I'll, I'll say, um, you know, Iron Shepherd's Iron, right? And uh, I, I think if, I mean, you can play the game however you want, and I don't think there's really a wrong way to play the game, um, which I think is one of the selling points of, of MCP. But for me, in terms of just like the competitive sphere, when I sat down and was like, all right, I need to pl I need to go out and ask the top players, hey, will you play me? And, and will you coach me up? And I'm not afraid of, of constructive criticism. Like, tell me when this is a bad move. What, ask me why the heck would I, you know, move over here rather than do this so that I can help function a little bit better. That, uh, you know, Mike, to, to your point, you can take a top of the end but not overpowered affiliation like the brotherhood and just go i i don't think i just lose right i think my opponent is going to have to do something to beat me and that's a really neat place and that's that started my journey not this recent nashcon but the the year before uh, that was the start of my journey you know and in in that year you know being able to to become, you know, the top brotherhood uh, player, uh, you know, on on Longshanks was something that was that was a goal that I wanted to achieve and um, striving to to you know answer some of the questions, solve some of the puzzles. It was really awesome and frustrating. There was 
definitely moments. Uh, I think, you know, Mike, you and I have talked about this where you're just like, you want to table flip and, and yell and <laughs> just like, son of a mother, good, good. you know, um, and that's going to happen. But I think you can, if you walk away from those to your point, Will, if you walk away from those going, well, this is what I learned and this is how I'm going to get better so that when I show up, you know, next tournament, I won't make that mistake again, mm-hmm. you know, um, it's a pretty awesome feeling. So I'm proud of you, man. And Thank I was you. so freaking proud of you. I, me- I remember talking to you, you know, at, after there was lunch break, we had lunch, you know, together. Uh, and, you know, like, hey, don't don't give up. Keep going. Keep grinding. You know, there was a couple people, I think, at that point who had dropped or, mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Like, no, keep going. I think the worst thing that you can do as a competitive player, if you're going, if you're traveling and paying money to go to events, don't drop out. Yeah. Keep, you know, keep your head down, keep grinding, keep, you know, uh, just keep swinging for the fences. And even if you if you go over, you know, there are some teachable moments in each one of those games. And 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 Will, you know, was a, a great example of and you didn't beat some some slums, you know, at the, that uh, toward the bottom of the of no. the evening. You know, those were some good players that you were still playing. And uh, and, you know, Will came out of it, you know, we're we're, we're talking at lunch going. Oh crap! I don't know if I'm going to win a game or I want. I just want a winning, you know, record. You know, having, you know, and and you did it. You won the rest of your games, and that was something to be really proud of. Yeah, thank you, man. It was. I I did consider for like a half a second. I considered yeah. dropping, but I was like, "What the hell am I going to do? I drove 16 hours to get here. Where am I going to drop <laughs> and sit in my room?" <laughs> so I was like, "No, I'm just going to play it out." And I just, I the pressure was kind of off at that point. I just played and had fun with my Modoc criminals, and. One one guy that I beat was the guy that beat me the day before during the team affiliation battle. Um, I think I played Tatted Colossus where I just had a ridiculous, a ri- completely ridiculous thing happen that made me win the game where Rhino blew himself up with the alien core and his. I remember that? <laughs> yeah, and his Red Skull and Winter Soldier. So I like just like blowed up. Yeah, and then um, yeah, it was just every game was just super fun. The last game was against the Malekith, and I wound up winning that game also. So yeah. it's... This last year, with all the events I've been to, ACO and NashCon and going up to Syracuse and all the stuff, I'm just having a great time. And the game is in a really good place now. New core box is out. We had the balance update. They've already said the next roadmap is going to be at Adepticon. So, that, so that's what we're going to get to see what's going forward. So, um, yeah, I'm just looking forward to everything MCP has. And please, oh, please, let Iceman be Web Warriors affiliated. Thank you. There was something, Ben, you said over there about um, something about what your your previous road to NashCon, uh, where you know you were having to figure out the problems yourself, and that's something I've been kind of bumping into lately. Is like I've been I I peruse through all the various discords and I see like the Web Warriors chat is always popping off with people with great ideas. The Spider Post chat is always having like a lot of great discourse on there. Um, the Brotherhood chat was dead for like months. Nobody was talking in there. Barncat recently has been like evangelizing Space Maw. Oh, which I, back. I don't. Yeah, I don't personally <laughs> subscribe to that, but uh, it, it's one of those things where I'm like, all right, I guess I'm gonna sit down and just try some things out and see what pops off because no one here is really talking too much about what they're trying outside of Space Maw. But those guys, I feel like they're like an off-brand cult of, of the Brotherhood um, with him there. Although I, I, I do test a few things I hear them talking about there. So, you know, it's it's been kind of, like, weird and interesting where I, for a while I like to just iterate and just take things people are doing 
and now in the last like six to eight weeks, I'm like, all right, I guess I have to figure this one out. And I've I've hit you up for some things for sure. Yeah. Especially like when Colossus was buffed, I'm like, are we are we playing Colossus now? What's the deal here? Yeah, yeah. Um, the answer is yes. Like, for, yeah, <laughs> no, I, the answer is yes. He's he's been awesome. Um, but like, yeah, having to figure some, and I think that's actually helped me get a little bit better too, is because now I'm thinking more critically about my list and saying, all right, no one's gonna just give me the answer. Like, I, I won one of our locals with X-Men because I was just like, hey, Jumanji, hey, Vodka Blitz, tell me what to do. And then I just did what they said to do, uh, and it was, like, way easier to pick up X-Men than picking up Brotherhood, where there was, like, you know, less out there and less people kind of talking. Like, uh, before you and I ever met, I remember hitting up your wife and being like, what, what's your husband playing at ACO? Like, <laughs> what's can, can, playing? You, can you tell me what his list looks like? And then, it, and then you messaged me or she messaged me with the list, and... We started dialogue before we eventually met in person at some point. But, uh, yeah, it's been interesting, like, building things yourself and figuring it out and not having someone kind of just hand you the answer. Right. I love that about this game, too. I just, I, I love figuring out the stuff. Yeah. yeah I, well, and, oh, sorry, Mike, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, one thing that impresses me about Jeff um, is that I see him talking to people about Convocation previously and defenders now, and and some strong players or uh, people out there will have an opinion on convocation defenders, and he's like, "Huh, it's not the thing I'm going to do. I, I'm going to do this thing because this is what I feel is valuable for me." And uh, you know, Jeff has his own mind made up about certain things. He definitely takes obviously advice, but uh, that's something I noticed too about like Art and other strong players locally. Rob is that they're willing to listen to what other people have to say, but at the same time, they're like, "I also trust my gut and how I think." my list should play and making my own decisions yeah i mean i think uh probably an example in convocation was uh space mall and this is obviously when the card was still restricted but there was like you know kind of a schism there where some people subscribed to it and some people were like no it's not worth it like i think you're wasting your time um type of thing and you just like you just got to try it out for yourself uh not naming any names, not that I'm thinking about anyone in particular anyway, but like there are top players in this game that uh, sometimes are in a little bit of an echo chamber, whether it's like who they're who they're like surrounded by or who they just talk to regularly. They just have the same mindset. And I think that w what makes them a strong player is more on the table and uh, not being able to like necessarily think about all the options so sometimes when you're talking to a player it's not that your um you know solution to a problem in bringing a certain model is wrong it's just not what they're going with but they present it in a way of like this is the correct choice and you kind of have to sometimes like take it with a grain of salt so sometimes they're mm -hmm. just like no don't run that model like you're supposed to run this model and it's like that eh, it's not always that cut and dry and, and, and sometimes it's built for local meta too, which um, I think that a lot of players forget about. Uh, you know, if, if you're seeing a bunch of, um, you know, X affiliation in your local meta, then your tech pieces might look different than theirs. They might not be worried about that, where you have to be because you're going to see it more. So um, while I think it's great to get advice from top players, I think it's just good to take it with a grain of salt because they're either seeing the game locally meta meta different or they're just like kind of wrapped up in their w old way of thinking because their solution hasn't been broken yet 
but it doesn't mean your solution is wrong or worse. Yep. So I think that that's just just a good point. Like if you, if you have a feeling in your gut, yeah, talk to them. But at the end of the day, throw it on the table. Yeah, it's a good point about local meta. Like I, I think about Shield more than any other person on the planet outside of like <laughs> Kirkov, because I play against Jan every freaking tournament. That guy comes down from Connecticut to take my money. So like, I'm always thinking about how do I beat Shield because I know this dude is about to drive two and a half hours to beat me. He's coming next week. So too. I, I need to be ready for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's coming next week. But yeah, I'm not, I'm I think not, what you said, Jeff, though, it's a good point. It's uh, you gotta don't just rely on what everybody else is saying. Figure some stuff out for yourself. No, and, and to shout out, um, you know, your other Game Store Guardians bre- brethren, uh, the other Mike, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and I told him the last time I see, saw him, like I super value playing against him as a uh you know practice partner play partner like tournament opponent whatever Mm -hmm. because i know that he's going to bring something that's not meta off the wall but i also know that he's put the thought behind it that it's not there because i just want to play this character which sometimes like he does want to play this character but he makes sure it's going to work you know what i mean and that's the kind of opponent where i appreciate your uh, you know, skill level and thoughts about the the game and also applying it to characters that I'm not used to seeing where I'm not going to just be like, oh, this is a character I've never seen before. It's This is a character I've never seen before, but I need to be prepared. And those kind of matches, win or lose against, against that mic, I know that it's going to prepare me for in a tournament when I come up against that model. I'm going to be like, I've already seen this model optimized yeah. because Mike wanted to run it and... He ran nine other pieces around it to make it work. He's, you know? pro- he's probably why I run weird shit because he's the first opponent that I really started playing against. So mm-hmm. like I'm like, yeah, I want to try this model. He's like, well, do something with it. So that's yeah. what I would do. Yeah. So yeah, no, he he's a great he's a great opponent and he's just great to play with in general. He was uh like he taught me a valuable lesson early on when I first got into the game because I when I'm the kind of person I get addicted to things. So if I have a hobby, I have to be like as all in as humanly possible. Me too. That's the, I, that's the way I was with Street Fighter and, and fighting games and anything else I've ever done. So, like, I was listening to all the podcasts, and I remember listening to certain podcasts, and they were like, this character is awful, this character is unplayable. And they were talking about OG Sabretooth. So I was like, okay, this character is bad, don't play him. And then Mike was playing him at the shop, and I was like, oh, I heard Sabretooth is bad. And he's like, well, why? I was like, I, I don't know. The, the guys I've never met before on the internet told me he was bad. <laughs> and... And he was like, well, he can move long. He's like, is moving long good? And I'm like, yeah, that seems like a good thing. He's like, well, you know, he can heal himself. Doesn't that seem good? I'm like, yeah, that does seem good. He's like, watch, like my saber tooth got hit and then he moved up and now he's going to chase down an extract. He's like, doesn't that seem useful? I was like, that does seem useful. This guy's so smart. Why didn't I think of that? Uh, so he taught me like pretty early on to just make up your own mind on certain models and, and put them on the table. So I would run an agent widow forever. <laughs> yeah, big big well, shout outs to the game store guardian Mike. Yeah, my my new um benchmark for whether a character is unplayable is I give the character to GameStar GameStar Mike and if he can't make it work then it's unplayable. But good, good luck finding a character that he can't make work. Cuz if you give him a passion project, he will make it work. Yep. It's true. All right. But 
I think we're I think we're in a good spot. I think we're gonna wrap it up here. We had a nice conversation about the core box. Nice conversation about uh, everything. Basically, kept wrapping up the year. Even though it's only October, but the year's almost over. It's it's weird. This year's been flying by. But does anybody have any final thoughts about anything? Core box, balance update, stuff you want to try, upcoming things, anything. Uh, one thing, if you'd allow me to plug it, is uh, I'll be. It's, it is next year, but I'll be running a uh, charity event up in Massachusetts oh, at sure. uh, an event called Under the Dice. It's Under the Dice Fest, run by a good buddy of mine. And uh, we're currently taking signups and everything, so maybe Will can put like the Longshanks list in the YouTube description or something yeah, like that. Yeah, for sure. And that, yeah, that'll be, uh, it's the weekend after LVO, which makes it a little bit, a little bit tough for some of our players, I know, but it is in um, Massachusetts. And it's on Sunday, and it's for a good cause. Um, currently have like a handful of players signed up hoping to get like you know a, a decent sized event and just just have some fun with it very cool Mike how about you uh, my closing thoughts are that I'm looking forward to next Saturday and getting these new characters on the table and uh, hopefully not going 0-4 with them alright Ben uh, I mean uh, play play some Winter Guard Get, get you some slot get you some slavs uh check out uh Alyssa and i's youtube channel we occasionally post a video on there it's married couple protocol uh she also puts some some really wonderful painting tutorials uh on there so so give us a give us a check uh, check that out we gotta get Alyssa on here too should be should be fun to talk to yeah <laughs> um and then as far as i go um we have our tournament next week at Red Seal. Um, November, we're doing an LVO points event at Red Seal. Uh, it's going to be the last tournament for Red Seal for the year. <clears throat> because in December, I'm doing a tournament at PAX Unplugged. And then I'm going up to Everwinter. And then I'm, I will start again at Red Seal in January. So, uh, yeah. That's pretty much the um, what the calendar looks like. Oh, speaking of calendar... I do run a calendar for the northeast of the U.S., um, everything from, like, Pennsylvania, Maryland, up to Maine, um, with MCP events. So if you know anything going on, lo whether it's a game night, local events, leagues, whatever, um, hit me up at GameStoreGuardiansWill at gmail.com, and I will add your event to the calendar. So, yeah. But with that, I'm Will. Mike. I'm, I'm Jeff. Ben. I'm Jeff Ben. <laughs> and I'm Ben Jeff. You guys screwed yeah, it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> you guys have a good night. We'll uh we'll see you next time.